This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Lindsay, guess what movies I watched last night? Well, you were assigned to watch uh, two movies, so I hope those were the movies that you watched. What if you were like Apollo 13 and Mallrats or something? (laughs) That would have been a typical Saturday night. This is a special Saturday night. Let me guess. You watched the Hallmark Classics Autumn in the Vineyard and Summer in the Vineyard? (laughs) Yes. Autumn in the Vineyard um, and then Summer in the Vineyard, which in case you didn't know, so Autumn in the Vineyard takes place in autumn in the vineyard i didn't know and then summer takes place the following summer so it's a little confusing but it's important to see you have to see autumn before you see summer although you would think that you would start with (laughs) summer because summer and autumn are closer to get like you would think that you would summer would come first and then autumn right because there's like you're missing two seasons (laughs) so i don't know what happened winter in the vineyard i don't know what happened spring in the vineyard (laughs) but i know what happened autumn and then the following summer the best part is before Bobby watched these movies, he texted me like, I can't find them on, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to watch these movies. I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I felt like, it felt like, I mean, I feel like I've made this reference before, but I felt like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman when she goes to Rodeo Drive dressed as her normal self and they won't sell all the clothes and she's like handing them those sweaty bills and she's like, I have money, like take the money. <laughs> and I'm trying to find a place to pay one hundred dollars to rent autumn in the vineyard and i cannot everyone's like please leave sir take my money and so i finally found them on youtube thank god mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. horrible quality mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but you know the benefit of watching autumn in the vineyard and summer in the vineyard on youtube is i can watch them at 1.25 speed i felt like 1.5 speed was ridiculous but 1.25 was very nice that's how i feel about people who tell me they listen to our podcast on like slightly elevated speed i understand the concept but the actual actual actually doing it sounds like a nightmare <laughs> do you know what i mean i mean it is a nightmare i sent you some video some video of yeah. rachel lee cook speaking at 1.25 the normal rate of rachel lee cook's voice and it's wild what are you doing here anyway it's my land this is my land i bought it i have full title i have full title but to be fair uh there's not a whole lot to keep up with they were fine they made me they made me i know we joked about this last time we talked about it but like it made me want to do that for a living they're so they're just so fun and light and easy so you go away from you leave the vineyard being like wow like what a what a well-written simple tale about a woman and a man in a vineyard i would say yeah well-written because like it gets the job done um so what happens in like give me your review it's really stupid (laughs) so i i looked it up and so this it's based on a, a romance novel which i have skimmed Mm -hmm. Um, called Autumn in the Vineyard, written by this romance writer, very successful romance writer, very prolific, but I feel like every romance writer is prolific, Marina Adair. Mm -hmm. And she writes romance novels. She has a lot of series. And this is the um, St. Helena Vineyard series. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about it is this is like the third book in the series, but I guess every book is just a different story about two people. Like sure. a different romance. They don't follow the same person throughout the entire thing, but it's like certain people in the town overlap and the DeLucas oh. are like, the, right? So you just get a little, sort of a, a little vignette into another resident. I like but that. Like so the, everybody's, the, everybody's in that town is falling in love. It's like the crash of romance, you could say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could. <laughs> uh, the So the richest, the wealthiest family in town who owns the most successful vineyard, they're the DeLucas. 
and they have like a hunky, the hunky mm-hmm. sort of like air. Mm-hmm. He and this Rachel Lee Cook character who works for this other, who's the the daughter of a less successful vineyard, sort of like the scrappier vineyard, uh-huh. still does well, but scrappier. Uh-huh. Um, she decides to leave her family vineyard and buy this vineyard called Sorrento. And the the way that happens is literally during the credits. Like the names are still flashing on the screen. I sent you video of this. The funny thing about Hallmark movies is that they have 80 minutes to get through Right, you have a lot of plot. You have a lot of plot to get through. You have a lot of plot to get through in 80 minutes. And so they get all the exposition done before you get the director credit. Like, you just go right into it. And so she runs into this woman on the street. And she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? And she's like, well, the divorce papers came through. (laughs) I know, we are the veritable Romeo and Juliet of the Valley. It was a twist. We just went our separate ways. Speaking of which, my divorce papers came in. She's selling her Sorrento vineyard. Frankie decides, you know what? I'm going to leave my family vineyard behind. I'm going to start my own thing. I'm an adult now. I'm going to buy this vineyard. Why? And the divorcee is like, you know what? I would want nothing more than for you to own Sorrento Vineyard. You would be perfect. But she got divorced. And her husband, unbeknownst to her, sold the vineyard to Hunky DeLuca Boy. What? They own the same vineyard? Both divorcees accidentally sold the vineyard to two different people, and those two people happen to be former lovers slash nemeses <gasps> for no reason. Again, another thing about this Hallmark movie, and I think Hallmark movies in general, is that there's no reason for the protagonists at the center of the story to hate each other. Like, the whole time, they couldn't think of a good reason for th- It's like, well, our well, families are at war, but they should obviously be fucking. I mean, obviously, but wouldn't this just be, like, a legal snafu? Like, you can't sell something twice. Yeah, so they go to talk to the town judge. Oh, cool. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, look, this is complicated, and I don't know what to tell you. This, this is, is me writing pick. a legal scene. He's like, judge, he's like, this is complicated, like, and I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, he looks, he looks at all of the documents, and he's like, well, all these are on the up and up. This is a weird snafu. This is going to have to go to court. Because both of these documents are legitimate sale documents. Okay. So this is going to have to go to court. So I, I just recommend that you both live there. And it's harvest. No. Autumn is harvest season. You each harvest half no, of the No, this vineyard. is not how you solve. This is not. No. <laughs> so of course they fall What kind love. of judge is this? Uh, so of course they. Oh, at the end. He's like, I'm busy. And he's like, I need to go buy some pie. And Does he like he marry them, them at the end or something? What kind of like Judge uh, Judy knockoff no, is this? No, they, they're just engaged. They're Sorry, just together at the I, end. Did, I don't mean to slander Judge Judy's names like Judge Mathis or something. Like a different judge. But she makes a, an award-winning uh, Cabernet Sauvignon because there's like a big autumn. Another thing you need to know about St. Helena, um, the town where this takes place, is that there's always a festival. Right. There's just always a festival. This They would be celebrating every... Like, I feel like the only time there might not be a festival is during a, a bad California drought. But so even they then, I feel like they would have a drought festival. to split the vineyard and each they decide harvest to split half. The vineyard. And he went... He has like a master's in, you know, wine. Sure. And she just has a BS in wine. She's sure. like, UC Davis, bachelor's of, bachelor of science. This is all de- These are all amazing bad details. She's very like old school. What does that mean? Like stomp on the grapes in a barrel? I love touching the dirt. I love like doing it all okay. by hand. So she and loves, he's yeah. very much like, I do the new technology. He has a drone that he uses to go check on his stop, thing. Stop, stop. He does everything with stop, science. Stop. And they come together and they realize... It takes old school know-how and it takes new school technological advances to make the best wine. The second one is not as compelling. To be fair, I was playing Mario Kart during both of it. No! 
to be it fair. Was at one point, it was 1.25 speed and I was playing Mario Kart. So wow. So sounds like I you really weren't giving it your full attention. Tell you. But the whole thing was there was another festival. There was another festival. What was the big then, like issue in the second one? They were together. They were like in love, right? Uh, they're not doing well. The the wine, they're worried that they're not going to be able to like pay their loans and their wine might not make good wine. Like she made this really good wine with her dad's grapes in the first one, and they she thought she'd be able to copy it with her new with the Sorrento Vineyard. But there's like nothing's going right. Plus, there's a summer festival that they have to host. At okay, the so that's incredibly dull. Um, and then at the end, it was it's very Deus Ex Machina thing where like suddenly her wine is good and everyone's like this wine it's the best wine and like there's a whole line around the block trying to buy her wine. Okay, so now we're nine minutes and thirty seconds into your description of these two movies. Um, what have we learned? Hallmark movies are good, and I want to before we move on, I want to point out um, my coworker Stasa Edwards wrote a, a really insightful piece on Jezebel that we will link to today um about how there's a washington post reported about how what hallmark is the ratings keep going up and it could be a coincidence but it might not be that like they particularly started spiking around election season and Mm. so that's anecdotal evidence that sort Mm -hmm. of says well maybe people are just looking for an escape from politics which totally makes sense sure but the ratings keep going up and it's like this one place where like Every woman is watching this channel. And it it's sounds like so you popular. definitely escaped from politics last night. They're so easy. And it's like one of the reasons I like movies over television is because the story's done in two hours. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like I've completed something, even though I was just playing Mario Kart and watching Rachel Lee Cook, like yell about potassium in wine or something. What is it? <laughs> Not potassium. She's like, sulfites. I mean, you're literally, I you literally are an expert on wine now, I assume. You watch two of these movies, you are... A sommelier. What we learned, there's a whole other universe in Hallmark that we haven't even begun to reach. Are you trying to say that I should be watching more Hallmark movies? Yeah, I think so. But we have to start the show. It's been 10 minutes. It's been 10 minutes. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. So, Lindsay, what happened to Nick Vile and Vanessa Grimaldi? Well, speaking of um, uh, romance, romances. But not in a vineyard. But not in a vineyard. I didn't know you could fall in love outside of a vineyard, but I guess, I mean, I guess this proves you can't. <laughs> Poppy's like, in other news, I have purchased a vineyard. <laughs> Please. Um, uh, they broke up. They broke up. Honestly, these two, if in case you don't know who they are, remember, like, it doesn't, they're totally irrelevant. Um, Nick was The Bachelor last season. Like, who even cares anymore? And Vanessa is the woman who won and she's from Canada and he lives in Los Angeles because like he's trying to be famous and uh, surprise, surprise, uh, it didn't work out. I think that they've been broken up for months now and they just were trying to keep it together to do like more appearances. I assume, I assume that's the case with all Bachelor romances. I mean, they definitely broke, they definitely broke up earlier than they announced it, but I think that they stayed together uh, like they put up the fake staying together through the Rachel Lindsay season just to be mm-hmm. like, oh, we're, you know, while they're relevant. And now that we've moved on. Relevance. Yeah, now we've yeah. moved on to the next thing, which is Bachelor in Paradise. They're like, okay, we're two things away. We can officially break up. So yeah. once you, once, I mean, they lost, once you lose the momentum, it's like, why bother faking it anymore? Once you're not making money off of your relationship anymore, who cares? Right. And the, of course, the explanation was like, she wants to be in Canada and he wants to be in LA. And it's like, uh, yeah, they also hate each other. So. 
great. <laughs> and they're buying a vineyard. And they're buying a vineyard. No, that would that would solve all the problems. Right, then they would be loving it. Okay, so Nick and... Nick like, you and... know, the joke is, the mm-hmm. joke is like, our relationship is falling apart. I guess let's have kids to try to save it. Like, sure. The new thing is... Let's buy a vineyard. vineyard. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's a lot less um, dangerous, even though it's like a financial, mm-hmm. more like financial, financially dangerous. I feel like mm-hmm. buying a vineyard is the way to go. Um, Moving on. Lindsay, who is Jesse J? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I feel like we actually don't talk about her much. She doesn't um, really do. Uh, uh, she doesn't do much. That's a, that's, a, that's a lie. She does a lot on Instagram. Like, I think she Instagrams like 45 times a day which is funny but nothing mm-hmm. is really happening well i feel like that's the problem with jesse i mean she would say the same thing like she's why kind is of, anything um, happening yeah she's kind of the uk's tinashe in that way you know like everybody knows she's talented that's but... being uh that's being i feel like that's being generous to I just like everyone knows to she's honest. talented the talent is there you can see and hear the talent right for tinashe you can more see it she's a good dancer fine singer jesse J, great voice you can hear the talent but nothing's happening. You know? And she does weird things like break her leg and then is like weird like weird things. You know? Oh my god, the boot. I feel like that's that was her big uh I know debut to American audiences was her with the boot. Right. So what did she was do? Was that during the VMAs? Was yes. Twenty twelve? I don't know. Tonight's the VMAs. Twenty eleven. Speaking of. Um, do you think Jesse J will be there with her boot on? Anyways, you found a good Instagram. What What's going on in this just, Instagram? We can spend 30 seconds on this. Okay. I just thought it was so funny. It was an old video, a screen grab of a video that Jessie J took in, what, 2011 or something? Mm-hmm. I guess she's, you know, before she had made it, air quotes, made it, um, before she had <clears throat> reached the verge of making it, mm-hmm. she lived in Burbank. And I guess she was, like, still struggling, like, still trying to make it in the United States. And I just don't understand the the causal relationship here to this caption. I remember this day like it was yesterday. I lived in Oakwood Apartments in Burbank. I ate Cheetos. Here it is. I ate Cheetos every day because I had no car and had never been to America mm. alone before. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what does one thing have to do with the other, Lindsay? You've Why is she eating Cheetos every day You've just because lived... she doesn't have a car? You've never lived in Los Angeles. You really can't go anywhere without a car. You can. You, there's nowhere to go. And so if you don't have a car, you're just, you know, eating Cheetos at your house. I don't know. You're not. It's hard to get food. She's right. Very relatable. She can't. I feel like it'd be hard to even get. I feel like you'll they didn't find, have Uber then. They didn't I, have Lyft then. She couldn't get. You know, she probably couldn't call a cab. I don't know. There was nowhere to walk to apparently in Burbank. Burbank is pretty isolated in the valley. It makes sense to me. Okay. Look, she almost starved to death. A, I wasn't expecting a Jesse J apologist as my co-host today, but um, <laughs> because J that's apologist. what I have. Let's move on. Jesse because J. that's well speaking uh, of apologists your fave is uh up next do you want to read this headline yeah i saw this and i was like whatever um so many people tweeted this at me and i was like okay aren't you so <laughs> happy down. that you're known for calm liking down. him or something like that's calm your down. that's what your claim to fame is like your obit Listen. will be like bobby finger like loved by many also loved colton haynes <laughs> Loved, but his, loved in quotes. Also favorite. loved Colton Haynes. <laughs> I'm going to write your <laughs> Listen. Per what Us Weekly. What'd he do? Per Us Weekly. Uh, again, I love... It will never not be funny to, we, to me the way that Us Weekly 
shows their tags where it just says news in in all caps. I know. This is news. when you click on news. This is in the the news roundup. Yeah. So. News. Colton Haynes bears his, quote, full moon while on vacation. So his ass? He went on a vacation with his fiance, um, and then he showed his ass. That's I didn't, it. I couldn't find the ass. I looked. I don't know. Did you find the he, ass? Like, I didn't find. I didn't click it. Mm, I'm not buying that. I, I mean, he. I didn't click it. I didn't click it. Yeah, you were too also, busy you watching. Also, you don't have a link in here, so I can't click it if I want to. I didn't. I didn't feel like including the link because I don't really. I just thought that was funny that they um, said that. But good for him because it's it's been a while since that iconic share uh, firework engagement to iconic. the florist. He's engaged to the florist. Remember? Yes. Of how could I forget? His name is Jeff. Um, let's go through a few things because we missed last week's episode yeah. my fault let's skip this vmas part we'll come back to it uh at the end uh as okay, like a preview go to some stuff that we missed last week that you that you put in here that you think i'll like stuff that we missed we can do this fast and furious guys um we missed the breakup of dylan sprouse and dana frazier i don't um which i'm shocked by because there was no notes app anywhere it was all done via instagram stories yeah and Twitter sans notes. So Dylan is the Sprouse that's not on Riverdale, who is opening yes. the Mead store in Williamsburg. Lo- okay, love it. Exactly. Yes. Um, he's he opening also a Mead store is in Williamsburg. getting back into acting. I think that's was some like yeah. weird. New- okay, fine. Yes. So Dana Frazier is his model girlfriend. She kind of looks like um, that. Um, it Imogene Poots. <laughs> she does. No, she does. Poots. You're right. She looks like Poots. Um, I'm very proud of myself for being able to. Uh, visualize Imogene Poots in my head. I know. Um, Same. So Dana Frazier, they were together for years. And then suddenly Dana Frazier posts an Instagram story of herself crying. And it says, like something like when your boyfriend, when you find out your boyfriend was cheating on you or something Amazing. Amazing story. And she deletes the Instagram story, but it's, I mean, it's obvious she's broken up with, with Dylan. He doesn't say anything for a week. And when he does... He says a lot. When he finally breaks his silence, boy, does he break his silence. And he confronts the rumors head on in this very, or not head on, in a very roundabout way that is essentially an admission of guilt. Here's what he says. I will say this and only this. By adhering to an assumption based on limited information, you neglect the complicated nature of the issue. The truth always has two sides, and those sides have motivations. And those motivations, despite how cloudy they currently seem, are private. This is a complicated, and it will remain complicated. But those who know me and who have known me know well enough what kind of person I am. And that is all. And then he does like a shaka hand. That's like a dissertation. That's him saying, I cheated on her. (laughs) <laughs> like there's more to it but i cheated on her right this is complicated and will remain complicated do you it's think that they but i cheated on her. do you think what happened was they each bought accidentally half of a vineyard and that's what made it complicated like Look, to the relationship it's complicated i bought the vineyard from the she man bought she the bought the vineyard from somebody from else it's really the complicated judge had, the, the judge had no clue the what judge to do. said split the vineyard guys split the vineyard and we were like that's crazy this to is fair seems illegal. the judge the judge, I know it's a very I love Lucy sort of like split the house on two situation, but he, there is a, there was a method to his madness. There was oh, you looked there. up the legal there code? Was reason Did there. you call a lawyer? No, it's just like the, the grapes would have, the grapes needed to be harvested, so you, they may as well take care of the grapes because that is part of their profit, you know, like someone had to take care of the grapes. 
Okay. I love that you're using, you're still justifying the plot line. In... I'm, the, I'm the Autumn in the Vineyard apologist, you and you're truly... the Jesse J. apologist. <laughs> I'm not the Jesse J. apologist. I mean, this is just one big mess. I mean, there's no telling which one of you is going to wind up the owner. Only a divorce court can determine whether Glow or Sam legally owns the property and had the right to sell. What are we supposed to do? Wait weeks? Months for a court ruling? If that vineyard isn't properly managed, the crop is gone. While lawyers are arguing, our grapes are withering on the vines. My vines. The vines that I bought in good faith in the belief that it would be mine. Jerry, please. Look, you two, I'm just here as a friend. You asked for my advice, and I'm willing to give you some. But it's up to you. In the meantime, I hear this peach pie today. Um, so the VMAs are on tonight. A lot of rumored things might happen. I feel like it's Katy Perry is hosting. Do you know who that Katie is? Katy Perry is hosting. <laughs> confirmed. Taylor Swift's video opens the show. Confirmed. Oh, it opens the show. It's opening it. Will they perform together? Probably. Probably. Right? I mean, come on. Probably. How could they not? That, that would be insane. It just didn't. just proves that, like, all of these feuds or whatever are bullshit. Yeah. And this is the dumbest feud of it. Like, it's truly the dumbest of all the feuds that it's over backup dancing. Did you see that really good Cola Scola tweet about it? Oh, yeah. That was like, as a white person, <laughs> I understand what it's like to have to argue over backup dancers or something. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Um, but that's kind of what we're still at here. And to be fair, Taylor Swift's new song is not really about Katie. It's about Kanye now. She's like it's moved on Kanye. to a different feud. So technically, according to like, you know, the rules of whatever, you can, oh, the rules, like like basically like Nick and um, Vanessa, once they move on to the next thing, you can like, you can like fade away. So this Katie Taylor feud can like fade away. Um, Another fact about tonight's VMAs, you won't know who anyone is, and There's a lot no, of the categories. Yeah. A lot of the categories will make your brain explode. So now they've consolidated as, the categories into instead of like best female, best male. Now it's like one gender. So there's only like four awards. That's the best part. Iconic, woke, very progressive, and great, and good for the audience because yeah. we don't have to watch a lot of shit. So it's more performances. It's like the Grammys. The Grammys have like two awards. I know, and a lot of performances. It's true. Great. So the uh, the Who Weekly Award, a.k.a. Best New Artist, uh, is presented by Taco Bell. I don't know if you know that. Apparently, Again. they're not our sponsor. They haven't called us recently, but they are sponsoring the Who Weekly Award at the VMAs tonight. Um, uh-huh. I, I wanted to go through each person on the Best New Artist, so because that's like the place where you don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start from the bottom of this list because that has someone you know, um, Noah Cyrus. Noah Cyrus won't win. Uh, Miley's sister but, won't win. Had actually weirdly a few singles that did really well in the charts. Uh, you really like those songs. You really I, like those I songs. I don't. I don't. Our friend Miles Tanzer is a huge fan of, of Noah. And every time she does anything that's like remotely not bad, he's like, see, see. I'm like, no, I still don't like <laughs> Noah's Iris. Like, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, she has a few songs. Then Julia Michaels, who was one half of that writing duo who wrote a bunch of songs and then went out on her own and now has her own album. And she has that song, Issues, that everybody... Issues. It's yeah. good. She, I think she's good. She's fine. I feel like she might be a... Um, she might end up as a Charlie situation where she never quite lands on her own, but she writes really great songs for other she's people. She's kind of like a I don't cooler know. Ingrid Michaelson. Is that just... She's like a cooler one. Sorry. Excuse you? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no one is cooler. No one is cooler. <laughs> I know you love her. But I, 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 whatever. She's like a millennial Ingrid Michaelson. Whatever. Okay. So then uh, we have Young M.A., who's a rapper, uh, who had that song that was like, ooh. ooh I, uh, the, iconic lesbian. Yes. Iconic lesbian. Out lesbian. <laughs> Thank um, you. You just. Rapper. <laughs> no, I think like, of, of course, I'd be like, yes, I, icon. I hope she wins. Honestly, her SZA. She's great. Um, 
I feel like SZA will probably win. SZA's amazing. So SZA's next. SZA, or if you've just seen it written out, a lot of people don't know it's pronounced SZA, S-Z-A. She just had an album. Very good. I recommend it. Um, after SZA is Kodak she Black. Writes for, also, she, we, we left out, she writes for she writes for a lot of people. SZA, she wrote yeah. um, some of the, the best songs on like Auntie. She has that song, um, Drew Barrymore, which Drew Barrymore shows up in the video. Iconic. Yes. Kodak Black, rapper. But like um, Kodak Black is not as cool. I, I think this is bullshit because basically Kodak Black has this song that like I don't think anyone cares about. Then Cardi B took the... Uh, beat. He, she took the like music oh, yeah. and made mm-hmm. uh, Kodak Yellow, which is her huge hit, which is like number three on the charts and is so much better than the original song. So I don't Bodak understand. Yellow. Yeah, Bodak Yellow. Sorry. So I don't yeah. understand why Kodak Black is like on this list when Cardi B isn't. That's my opinion. Probably they. I mean, this list was created before Bodak Yellow was a thing because Bodak Yellow is now like suddenly song of the summer I mean it is okay uh and then Khalid who is Imagine, that singer can you believe can what? you believe also we have not discussed this enough that Cardi B literally has the song of the summer I know right it's now. amazing remember we were just talking about her the other day I feel like it was just the other day when I was like do you know who Cardi B is and you were like yeah we talked about it and here she is just absolutely thriving she's legit like, famous nothing makes me happier I think this I think Cardi B graduated actually like it's crazy because we Talked about her, not that we were first on her and in the... Oh, by any sli- means. Yeah, by any means. But we talked about her. She was still doing the kind of press that you would do as like an Instagram phenomenon. And like... Yeah. And now it's like you can't even touch her. She's like legit doing real stuff. You can't touch her. You can't walk down the street without hearing someone playing Bodak Yellow out of their car. Like it's 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 playing constantly. And a great... It's, it's a great song. It's a great song. Um... And then last is last one on these, Khalid. Khalid, he was in the boys video. Remember him? Yeah, he was. Holding the dogs. Um, um and he has a few songs that are very good. He's good. Did you hear his new song, Silence? It's very good. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. So this is your this is your list of the Who Weekly Award. Who do you think is gonna win? Um SZA should win. So I, I think, think it'll be SZA or Khalid. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, if it's Noah Cyrus, I'm leaving the earth. They would not give it to Noah. I mean, who knows? The VMAs know. have a history of Miley, giving it to the wrong person. Miley's performing anyway, so I don't know. Um, and then I found this other award. Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I see it. Like, what? Uh, it's weird when they're... So it's best fight against the system. It's... The, 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 <laughs> it's very misguided. I mean, it's it, their heart is in the right place with this. But the thing about you know, message songs, songs that are essentially PSAs, is that they're not good. No. So so it's like, I like what you're doing here, but none of these songs are good. Maybe the Alessia Cara I song I was just going to say, there's one song on here that is an actual hit song. Although I feel like we're going to get yelled at. Actually, I don't care. I will never listen to a... If you call me about Hamilton, I'm never... I'm not listening to that call. I will see it in the but transcript. It's like, but it's like one of those things. So it's like, you can't really complain about this. Because all no. these messages are good messages, but they're not good songs. But just funny how each one has like a different issue attached. You have, I um, remember that rapper Logic with the song, someone asked about him and it was like the phone number, the suicide hotline phone oh, number. Yeah. So it's him yeah. uh, with a song called Black Spider-Man. Then it's the Hamilton mixtape song, like Immigrants, that song that everyone loves. Yeah. Then yeah. a song by Big Sean, which I don't which know how cool that fits video. in. The Big Sean song is like beyond me. Then, but Taboo featuring Shailene Woodley. Okay, which that's is great. That's like, the best Shailene one. Woodley. That's the best one. 
The song like is Shailene called Woodley Stand Up. did a lot of great Stand- work at the pipeline. Good for you. But why does this, why was this turned into a song that no one heard? But the best thing is the song has hashtag no D-A-P-L in the song title, which is in the song. perfect. I've never heard this song. Also, what is the John Legend Surefire song? Never heard it. I don't know. But that seems like it could be a good song, too. Yeah, the Alessia Cara song, Scars to Your Beautiful, is a song that actually charted and stuff. That was like her third single or something. It was like a big hit. Whatever. I... Are you looking up John Legend right now? Yeah, but what's really funny is that... So, I guess the song... Oh, I so it's very I like. Song. So, I think I've heard this song, but the... I don't know if the song is necessarily about this, but the video is about... Um, what is this? I'm trying to see. It says borderless love. So I'm assuming that it's like immigrants, two people from like immigrants. But oh, it's about like so, someone who's fallen in love from someone with another country. Well, this is the VMA. So they're going off the video, not off the song. So you have to think about oh, that. Oh, true, 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 true. So true, it makes true, sense. True, and true, I'm true, actually, true. Wow. I don't know why yes. I'm doing this, but I want to know what the Big Sean song is about. Because... Oh, so actually in this case, the Hamilton mixtape might win because that's a really good video. It's also like a meme, you know, the Hamilton challenge yeah. or whatever. The immigrants, the immigrants video will probably win because that's the most like, to me, of all these videos, that's the one that's the most impressive. Um, are we done with VMAs? I hope Can so. I hope so. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So, Lindsay, what's Rita up to? Ugh, I feel so bad. For this woman. For this woman. So, I guess this is the weirdest, one of the, this is one of the weirdest Rita newses we've had in a while, I think. It is. It is. And honestly, last week we didn't do Rita, but she, there was literally an article that said her nipple made a bid for freedom. So, like, that's <laughs> like, not much was happening. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Like the Daily Star was like, her nipple made a bid for freedom. Like it was trying to get on parole or something. Okay. So what happened this week was a Virgin Air hostess was was forced to quit after she made a Facebook post about Rita being on a flight. I like how you just read the headline. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't click it. I already read it. It's fine. I don't need to click. Um, Bobby, tell me the story. Okay, so this virgin flight attendant, she's not a virgin. She works at Virgin Airlines. Although she could be a virgin. Who knows? So her name is Charlotte Whittingham, which is the most British name I've ever heard in my my entire life. Charlotte Whittingham is a flight attendant on this Virgin Air flight, and Rita Ora is in her area. So she's serving Rita Ora. And she Facebooked about it later on. And it was all complimentary. She said Rita looked, quote, flawless and gorgeous. And then she said Rita looked like, quote, a beautiful oil painting. So she literally said the nicest things about Rita that's ever been said on her ever been private said. Facebook, and so I assume. No one knows how this happened, but everyone assumes that it's one of her coworkers saw the Facebook post and then reported her because someone reported this Facebook post to her Can boss. Can you imagine seeing something like this and, and then reporting got it? Fired. 
She got fired from her job for complimenting what Rita Ora. What kind of like asshole busybodies do you I have on your Facebook? Have, I guess they have a zero tolerance policy for talking about passengers. Yeah, but who? But, oh, um, do you think a coworker did it? A coworker did it. Obviously, yeah, a coworker yeah. did it. Uh huh. Wow. Um, it's it's called a. It's it was referred to as a data protection breach because she said what flight Rita was on, um, or at least gave it gave a window. I guess you're just not supposed to talk about the people you see for privacy concerns. Anyway, she got fired, and I feel bad for this woman. Like, overseeing Rita, Rita Ora, I know, which is like, Rita Ora should give her a job now, because honestly, like, it's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said about Rita Ora, at least this week, you know? Um. So Virgin's spokesperson said, we respect both employee privacy and our customers' privacy, and therefore cannot comment on any specific situations. In general, we expect high standards of behavior from all employees and ensure customer privacy is maintained across the Virgin Atlantic experience. So, I mean, she broke a rule. Still, what a what a way to go out. I feel so bad I mean, so she broke Virgin, Ameri- Virgin's number one rule, which is don't talk about Rita Ora. That's the number one don't rule. Um, moving on, she she wore tinfoil trousers. I don't know what that means. Do I have to click? I mean, it, she's just wearing silver trousers. <laughs> Looks like she's wearing a garbage bag. Rita Ora teases a glimpse of her abs in tight crop top teamed with tinfoil style trousers as she puts on an energetic performance at Victorious Festival. She has wore silver pants. Mm-hmm. I she... like that this one of these captions calls her the I will never let you down hit maker, which is very good. That's one of my favorite descriptors. Again, um, very generous. Moving on, she broke her toe. Can you tell me about that? I don't know. Last week she like broke her toe and wore a cast, but I guess she's better because she's not wearing the cast anymore. Not like a cast. She wore like a boot. So she had, like, one of those mm-hmm. funny boots, which is even funnier when it's on Rita Ora. Can't you not do anything about toes? If toes are broken, you just, like, wait? Yeah, you just wait until they feel better. She also performed <laughs> yeah, at the Teen Choice Awards, which was, like, forever ago at this point. Remember the Teen Choice Awards? Yeah, it was um, Her ago. nipple made a bid for freedom. Um, that, I, I did a duet with her on Smool. Bobby performed with Rita Ora on Smool. I don't know if you missed it. Check out our Instagram for more. Um, it went. It did not go well. It, it went well. viral, though, I thought. Oh, went viral, yeah. Um, and then she dresses Baby Spice on that show that she hosts like a few weeks ago. Boy and band. She looks uh pretty convincing. She looks like Baby Spice, yeah. She does. Emma Bunting, right? Uh, sure. And I guess that's it for this week. Uh, that's it. I just want to say, Rita Ora better get that woman her job back. Also, Charlotte Whittingham, give us a call. Tell your side of the story. We'd love to hear it. And so would Rita's biggest fans who are listeners of this podcast. We completely empathize with you. We would do the same thing. We would risk our jobs for to post Rita. about Rita Ora. Oh, are you kidding? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. We understand your plight. And we would love to do what we can to get you another job. Because um, I'm sure you're great at it. Yeah. If there are any other airlines that wouldn't mind if she posted about Rita Ora. Well, you know what? She's She already saw Rita Ora. She doesn't need to post about Rita Ora again. Let's just get this woman another job uh, on an airline where she maybe doesn't have to see Rita Ora. Maybe she's not subjected to Rita Ora. Spirit. Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Rita Ora Rita is will not never fly flying Spirit. Southwest. I assure you. Right. Southwest. And they treat their employees very well. Yeah. So let's get uh, Charlotte Rittingham a job at Southwest Airlines. <laughs> hey, Charlotte. We got you a job. You'll have to move to the United States. Um. <laughs> and you're only flying from, like, Phoenix to Chicago. Um, <laughs> but, honestly, it's a beautiful airline, and I think we'll ha- you'll have from a great San Antonio time. to Dallas. San Antonio to Dallas. You will never see Rita Ora. I promise you that. Uh, and with that, thank you for listening. Thank you to Katie and Eric at The Who's. 
Thank you to everyone who's been leaving us uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're still getting them, and they're just so much fun to read. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's it. We'll see you Thursday. See you Thursday. Bye. Enjoy the VMAs. Oh, also, uh, tickets for our tour. There are still tickets for New York, The Late Show. If you haven't gotten your tickets, please get them. And another show went on sale this week, uh, LA. So if you want to come see us in LA, buy tickets. Uh, Whoweekly.us slash live. And there'll be more uh, of the shows coming out very, 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 very soon. Whoweekly.us slash live. Yeah. Bye. You will drive it. Speaking of which, my divorce papers came in. That was a HeadGum Podcast.